You're ready to be premature wow, all over again. Wow, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Licking okay. gin balls. It's just going to be a vicious cycle. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn, you're killing me. My SEAL Team 6 went to SEAL Team 12. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. The fight you get better. Well, I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I... debate begin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new episode of A Spirited Debates. We are down one player today, but we're not letting that stop us as we power on. Uh, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to jump right in right now, and I'm going to tell you what the topic is because it's an important one. And it's a surprise we haven't talked about this in the year plus that we've been doing this show uh, because it is something relevant to us specifically, not us as the gentleman, but us as a podcast. And that is the topic of censorship. And I don't know why we haven't touched on it, but as things have come to light recently in the news, we thought what better time than to go ahead and discuss it now. Now, one of the things I have debated when I put this episode out is censoring this very episode and making you listen to this episode censored. How fun would that be? I don't know, but we'll see what happens. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. We'll wait and see what happens when this comes out. But that is what we are discussing today is censorship. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get started. Gentlemen, how are you doing? What's up, That'll get censored. That's unacceptable. <laughs> that is appropriation of culture. Not doing it. Again, <clears throat> we've, yeah. we, we've had this discussion. If, if, you, if this stuff finds the, the cutting room floor, we will. We will cancel your ass. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, don't know why we haven't discussed this topic. It's absolutely relevant to what we do. Grinch, you've made the comment way back in season one. Like we come right out of the gate and we get that uh, explicit. We get that E right on the podcast. I mean, we do approach this very casual as we would in person. And that is kind of what makes this work for us. And if we were to be censored, then it would be an entirely different show altogether. And I'm not sure how interesting that show becomes, but that is our topic. Yes. It it would make it very easy for you because it would cut the podcast down to about 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, Um, except if 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 I'm the censor, I've got to go through (laughs) and censor everything out. Well, again, Uh, it would be the opening and and the closing. closing. Right. What do you think of this topic? I have no strong opinion. That's right. Thank you. Um, And then the closing... (laughs) <laughs> so that is our topic is censorship. And, and we'll dive into all of the facets of censorship that, that I think we want to discuss, or maybe that's on the forefront of our, our minds as we move through this. Uh, is this one episode? Is this multiple episodes? Mac, you and I talked about this when we touched on the topic. There is so much in terms of source material that we can use for this topic from books to film, music, comedians, TV, um, the cancel culture that exists now. Uh, with social media and how that has become a pervasive thing in terms of censoring people. So, you know, I don't know where this starts and stops. I'm, I have really mauled over what's the ideal question to ask. And I don't know what that question is. And so we're going to attack this as best we can, as we do in all things. I definitely think there's plenty of material here for us to do at least one episode, maybe more, but we'll see what happens. But before we do that, obviously we jump into our drinks. Um, 
very quickly uh, from a censorship perspective. Any listener under the age of 21 who cannot drink, we will be censoring the drink portion of this show today just for you because we can't take a chance on uh, unfortunately corrupting your malleable mind. So let's go ahead and jump to our drinks. Grinch, what are you having today? Uh, I, well, actually, Mrs. Grinch found this, but uh, grabbed a recipe off Fancy Sips, and it is the Jelly Donut Old Fashioned. And uh, two ounces of bourbon, one tablespoon strawberry jelly, two dashes cocktail bitters, orange peel, powdered sugar, optional. Um, And the idea is, you know, you chill the glass, um, you take, uh, you rim the glass with like, you put it in jelly and then you put it in the powdered sugar and then you set that to the side, let it chill, put the other ingredients together, do a light muddle, um, you know, shake it and then pour it into a glass with poured into the glass that you prepared. And, uh, and then the idea is kind of the jelly powdered sugar, you know, like we talked about the margaritas, you're getting, that is where you're kind of getting some of the sweetness. Um, I did add a little bit of Demerara just to give it a touch more sweetness. So I'm not like, you know, (laughs) my way around the glass, (laughs) but yes, the jelly donut old fashioned. So it's interesting. Go, Very go, go. similar to the uh, to the winter bourbon smash that um, yeah. we, we did back in season one. Yeah, um, yeah you know, I don't remember certainly. the exact ingredients. But it, it, I, but I also remember that being very, very good. So I, I think I you'll think, enjoy that. Yeah, I think that used more jelly. OK, it was like two ounces. Yeah, it was a lot. as opposed to like a tablespoon or a teaspoon, whatever it is, whatever the fuck it is. Tablespoon. Yeah. Um, um, and then the, you incorporate the powdered sugar. That's really the difference. You still like, otherwise you make the old fashioned fairly straightforward. It's interesting because we're recording earlier in the day. That's almost like a breakfast. It feels breakfasty, the jelly donut aspect. Uh, And of course, when we do play this back censored, only people are going to hear that you're having a jelly donut. They won't know anything. Jelly donut. (laughs) They paid for it. You're eating it. If I, that's right. Thank you. uh, Full metal jacket. If I bleep out all the alcohol in that drink, they're not going to get much out of it, but that's okay. It is what it is. Powdered sugar, uh, jelly. strawberry uh, jam, <laughs> jelly, and Demerara uh, sugar. Demerara sugar, sugar. A, like a lime or an orange peel. Can't have orange. bitters. Bitters <laughs> is fucking alcohol. Yeah. Bitters are forty-four uh, percent alcohol content. It. Can't do it. Right, hey, look, we are looking out for our constituents. We don't want to expose them to anything we shouldn't <clears> expose <throat> them to. That is the purpose of censorship. Um, Mac, what are you having today? That That's is one way to self-censor. Wow. That is one way to censor yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just if mute only, myself and I talk. That would have been great if I'd been like, <laughs> And so that was all the ingredients. That's all I'm going to say um, about that. And that's all I got to say about that. I made a chocolate martini. Okay. All right. Um, so, so we have know. somebody having a jelly donut and somebody having chocolate. That's what we're doing today. <laughs> that's, you know, it's breakfast time, right? Mm-hmm. Um so in, in keeping with the, you know, tradition of censorship here, it's chocolate syrup and some other ingredients some other stuff. <laughs> that we can't talk about. No, of course um, you can't. No, it was uh, them out. four ounces of Bailey's, four ounces of uh, chocolate liqueur and four ounces of vodka. Um, you know, mix it all up, throw it in a shaker with some ice and then strain it into a glass and consume rapidly. 
Uh, yeah, I did bring it back up. So uh, <laughs> I've got that. I, I have to say on the margarita episode, I was cracking up on us debating <clears throat> what crossed the line into frozen of the crushed ice. The, the crushed ice. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Look, and I and I got and I, I I told Thor this earlier. I got some feedback on that episode because I was a little concerned about that episode, you know, <laughs> where, where we were gonna go and what we were gonna do with it. But um the 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 gentleman that talked to me about it said, you know. It was fucking fantastic. He said, I felt like I was sitting in a bar with, with the four of you. Four just, idiots. Yeah, just shooting the shit. <laughs> Talking about having a good time. He's like, I, I thought it was fa- I thought it was fantastic. So Absolutely. Good. That, that was good. good. That's the kind of feedback we love. Um, yeah. all right. So we're having a jelly donut and we are having chocolate. So I will finish this up. I am having because it is earlier in the day, and I thought I won't get too carried away. I am having watermelon sangria. And I made this for my wife the other day, and it is simply, it's Moscato. You cut up limes, oranges, and watermelon, and strawberries. No apples. Uh, and green apples. Green apples. And you put that all in with the Moscato. I let it, what is it, ferment, soak, whatever it's called, for three days. And then I strained everything off. And then you take that, you put that in a glass with ice and you top it with ginger ale. And so that's what I'm having. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. The wife doesn't yeah. drink much and she's very particular about what she drinks. So I'm just trying to find something. So I was like, what about this? And of course she loves it. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And uh, so that's, I, f- I figured it's an easy early day drink. Or is like, you look. like these? You want seven? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, look, for, for those of you, for those of our listeners that don't really know you, you didn't come off good there, right? <laughs> My wife doesn't drink a lot, so I'm trying to figure out how to get her drunk. <laughs> Look, smell wine. She's drunk. It's perfect hey, for me. Mary. I got a, I got a margarita recipe that'll uh, that'll get you there. <laughs> Sweet. Is it margarita mix with a side of margarita? Yes. <laughs> add add more tequila. That's, that's it. That's simple. Uh, so we are having watermelon, chocolate, and a jelly donut today. So I hope everybody enjoys the show. This ought to be interesting. Continental breakfast. That's it. And the topic. Once again, a censorship. So let's jump right in. Um, Before we do, let me just, you know, what is censorship? Censorship is the suppression or prohibition of any part of a book, film, news, et cetera, that are considered obscene, politically unacceptable, or a threat to security. That is the definition, according to Merriam-Webster. Thank you so much. Um, And it's weird because as I thought about censorship, I thought there are certain forms of censorship that are in place for very specific reasons that are positive. The MPAA rating system for film and TV, uh, parental explicit lyrics, but parental warnings on music, understand those. And those are put in place because like initially in film, that's okay. My, we're doing it earlier. I had to censor my dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Or mute them, whichever. Coincidentally, Mac. I hope you didn't cancel them. (laughs) No. And coincidentally, woke is alert to injustice in society, especially racism. So that's woke ass Grinch. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. So there are forms of censorship that I absolutely believe are necessary. And those are forms of censorship that are put in place to protect parts of society that cannot protect themselves. The MPAA and their rating system for film and TV used to be, you know, film in the early 1900s, they just censored the material and said, you can't have this, this, and this. And at some point 
somebody intelligently said, that's not, that's not a good way to approach things, censoring material. How about we just censor people? And we say certain groups won't have access. So we can leave the material in the movies, but certain groups won't have access until they're old enough or smart enough or intelligent enough, rational enough to make the choice to see that material. And I think those approaches are absolutely imperative in any given society in terms of protecting those groups that cannot protect themselves. But I think what we're going to be talking about here today is censorship where it's, I don't like it. So I want it removed. And that's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You know, uh, you know, the whole idea is you prevent material, you know, in the case of movies or or music from being seen or heard by those deemed too young. Um, And the, and like we joked with religion, it's funny how you have the exact opposite approach with religion, which is how fast can I indoctrinate you right. into but, everything? But yeah, um, there's a, there's an interesting on that um, on the show Attack of the Cliche on Netflix. They talk about kind of sex in particular and nudity and how, you know, I mean, we've had such a the puritanical hand behind all of this that's existed in this country for so long that has really shaped these decisions from a perspective of what can be seen and heard, you know, deemed it all inappropriate. Like you just can't have it. And so the joke was they began creatively coming up with ways to suggest sex had happened. Like a man and a woman were together. And then the next thing you do, you see is a train going into a tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or a rocket, or, or a rocket, or rocket or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or the or like in uh, what was it, the Watchmen with the you know yeah. the flamethrower going off, like you know. Yes. Now, obviously, those are more mo- like that's more modern day, but you know they completely prohibited it, and so you know in the U.S. Uh, film industry, you couldn't do it, but yet like in Europe and others. And so that started gaining popularity, and then of course that's where you started to see the slide again of allowance as society was kind of like, this is some dumb shit. Like right. why? why? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like you alluded to, we got the PG, then the PG 13 and R, you know, NC 17 and so on. Yeah. yeah. Ricky and Lucy couldn't even sleep in the same fucking bed. Okay. When I love Lucy was on, they had to be in separate yeah, beds. Well, she, she was annoying as shit. I get okay. that from Ricky's standpoint. Right. So, <laughs> so um, we've made progress but, at least. Yeah. But if you, it's, it's funny. You mentioned that if you look at, like primetime TV now, even like some of the sitcoms or any of the dramas and go back to when we were younger and look at some of that, e- even what's allowed in primetime on cable T or, you know, network TV now has started to kind of push some of those boundaries oh, yeah. uh, as opposed to what we were able to see, you know, uh, w- when we were, you know, when we were growing up watching, you know, some of the same shows or same type of shows. Um, and, you know, is that a good thing or a bad thing that that, that, that pendulum is swinging you know, further to the other end, I don't know yet. I, I mean, think it's, for me, I, I think it's, you know, don't, don't tell me what I can and or cannot see. Um, or, or, you know, for the, for that matter, my children, let me be the, the keeper of that, you know, that knowledge right. and, and protect them. Right. Well, I think that's our, our job as a parent is to be the gatekeeper. Right. I mean, that's the, <clears throat> that's one of our roles as a parent. I think to answer your question, Magnus, this is a personal opinion of mine. I think the reason you do see that shift in uh, network television now with channels like FX and things like that is because they do have to compete with um, 
HBO networks, and, networks yeah. that you have to pay for to get certain content showtime. But, but it's not even, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not even talking about FX because I consider that more of like a cable, a cable station where you right. do have to pay, you know, I'm talking about like ABC, NBC, ABC, CBS, ABC. your, your okay. broadcast stations. Um, you know, obviously they're not going to the same extreme that say an FX is going. Right. But, but if you, you know, if you sit down and watch a sitcom, you know, from the seventies or eighties or even the nineties and, and you look at one, you know, from today, the, you know, what they're allowed to shit. get away with is, is way different. Like you would have never seen, you know, even two people, you know, to, to Grinch's point, it, you know, waking up in bed together, you know, during primetime TV that was supposed to be family hour. And, yeah. and now that's, you know, that's commonplace. Right. I had this conversation with my daughter yesterday. Actually, we were talking about The Simpsons because The Simpsons have been, you know, they've been on air through a number of those decades you mentioned, the 80s, right. the 90s. And even today, they've been around 32, 33 years. I would love if I had the time and the inclination to go back and watch what they were like in the late 80s when it started to today and, and see if things have shifted from a, pro, a political correctness. Because when they first came out, they were, it was very kind of irreverent humor. Um and it well, would be interesting to see if that has shifted over the course of three decades because of how the landscape has shifted in terms of, you know, people are up in arms going, no, that's inappropriate. That can't be there. And it's funny you mentioned that, right? Because you look at, you know, shows, you know, and I'll, I'll pull one out, you know, that's near and dear, at least to two thirds of us scrubs, um, you know, that, that came out, what, in the early 2000s. Um, so you know, it was, it was a totally different kind of climate then. Um, and some of the shows that, that aired at that time, now as they go back into syndication and or, uh, you know, streaming on some of these uh, media services, they're pulling out episodes now wow. that, that, you know, don't meet today's climate. And, and look, in some cases, I, I, I get, you know, that that's right. But it, I mean, that that's an absolute form of censorship. That's somebody saying, well, you know, I don't... I don't agree with this. I mean, go back and watch Art, what was it? All in the Family with Archie Bunker. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, half of that wouldn't even be on TV today. Well, and I, I mean, that is to me like a very straightforward example of censorship because they flat out cut the episode. You know, you, you can't access it through that streaming service um, as opposed to censorship. And, you know, and, and this is kind of the way I'm going about it, and people may take apart how I'm walking through this in my mind the censorship that never even allows it to make it to the production. You know what I mean? Sure. It's almost censored by process in the sense that, um, it, it, and I'm, I'm sort of referencing uh, an episode um, with Dan Cummings and Time Suck on his podcast. So credit to his team for the research, but he's got a great segment where he walks through the history of homosexuality and how it was allowed to be represented and when you started to see like the very first homosexual character on TV, the first homosexual, you know, elected to office, you know, when you had like the Harvey Milk um, incident. Mm -hmm. um, so his team did a great job. But, the, but the, the summation of the point was, you know, it really wasn't until certain points where you even could have a gay character on a show. It just oh. was not allowed because all those involved in production decisions would not allow it. And they didn't want to and be associated not, with it. Yeah, not only that, it's it's also how they've been portrayed over the years too, right? I mean, the, the way those characters, I mean, you look back at Will and Grace, it was more of a, you know, you had the, the character of Jack that was way more flamboyant um, than, than some of the characters today 
who are, you know, I mean, probably what I would consider maybe more of a true representation. Um, but, but on that note, I, I think we probably need to take a second and, you know, acknowledge that we've done some censorship of our own and, and censored out, you know, we've our, had him muted the whole time. No, he's you been know? muted. We, we knew he would bring up and, and, uh, <laughs> and he would talk about Friday nights and we just can't have well, it. Can't you know, it, 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 I mean, we had to, we had to censor him, unfortunately, <laughs> because you did mention Remy. Um, and, and that would have gotten us on the, you know, gotten us on the, the bad side of, you know, the government. So now, now that we've passed that, I guess we can, you know, we can allow him to weigh in here and, and say hello to, to our good friend Haas. And you can only say plugs. You just have to infer where it would go. Right. So you're, you're basically <laughs> plugging me for the show now. And, and, and look, you know, the fact that it kind of came after the homosexual references that just, you know, happy accident. Right? First of all, it's not homosexual. It's homoerotic sexual. Uh, it's not, see, it doesn't have to be I'm just sexual, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not just sexual in nature. That's right. right. Don't put Haas in a box. That's right. Nobody, nobody well, puts Haas in the I don't know. There's certain boxes I might like to be fed in. That's it. Uh, Haas, how are you doing, man? I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, we were not expecting you. We do appreciate you showing up, kicking Super in the door. Excited. Yeah, I woke, the from the, I woke up from the nap and started feeling better, although I can't stop sweating. That's okay. That's okay. That just, you know, that's back to the erotic part. Turn on the fan, <laughs> drink some gin. That's all you need. Oh, I made a hot toddy. There you go. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. So it's basically warm bourbon. That's it. <laughs> warm lemon honey bourbon yeah because when you're hot why wouldn't you drink something warm <laughs> all right so for our sensors we've got chocolate a jelly donut some watermelon and lemon and honey that's what we're drinking today not exciting but that's okay again we, we are protecting the people that cannot protect themselves so we can't tell you you know the alcohol that we're drinking and we're not doing right. that today all the humanity <laughs> <laughs> that's it uh we we missed you didn't think you were going to be here so happy you are are you you're good you're good yeah. to go because we'll keep yeah. it rolling keep because okay. we pivoted to our topic just in time before you hopped on yeah uh, we were telling stories about you because you're out yeah. of the deal if you're the one yeah. not here we tell stories <laughs> <laughs> It's a gentleman's um, agreement we never agreed to. Yes, but, uh, you know, I understand, it, and I'm okay it's, with it's, that. It's always good to have an expert when we're discussing, you know, and comparing butt plugs. So, you know, I'm glad we can invite that. Plugs. <clears throat> nope, sorry. <laughs> I will beep that out. You just say whatever you got to say. It's okay. So don't what do you want to know about plugs? Um, <clears throat> now I've got to uh, put the word butt in there so that I can then uh, beep it out. What the fuck? Right? <laughs> All right. What do you want to know about butt plugs? If they're not part of your weekly arsenal, you're missing out. <laughs> he just weaponized a butt plug. Is that, is that where you put goat reaper or reaper whiskey on it and then stick it in? No, it? sir. No, sir. That, that is your, that is your belly. That is your belly wick, my friend. I, I can't. No, no. Uh, we spice great. up our lives in different ways. You're great to see you, man. Yes. Really is. Too, buddy. Well, happy you're here. Sorry you, you were unfortunately a little delayed. Uh, so basically we jumped into our topic, obviously discussed our drinks and then we basically covered what, what censorship was and then kind of the, the natural course of censorship through the MPAA rating, uh, system for film and TV, parental guidance for music, like forms of censorship that are beneficial because they are put in place to help protect <clears throat> groups that can't protect themselves. You know, young well, adults, I mean, things like that. And, and is there even really a point behind censorship anymore? Because the truth of the matter is, is somebody can censor something 
and you can still just go Google that shit and look at it anyway. Right. Accessibility yeah. clearly. And we haven't touched on that, but that's going to be a good point. You feel free to bring that up. I don't remember where we actually ended. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that's to get a wrench. No, wrench I think we were talking works. about, um, we were talking about, uh, Stuff. TV shows getting uh, cut yeah, out. The history of representation um, we, 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 of yeah, the gay community. The gay and, community. Yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We were. Yeah. The point was using how that was suppressed in TV and film because of all the puritanical beliefs, you know, and uh, values that prohibited that from being shown because it wasn't deemed acceptable in the larger society. Right. Yeah, and everything now, he just said. Yeah. And now you begin to see, like, especially in commercials, you will see uh, gay couples showcased in commercials because companies know they need to advertise towards those groups because they're groups that potentially buy their products and mixed things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. They, they mixed race. I was going to say, I, I see a lot of those commercials now, which is yeah. typically know. have high earnings and they don't, you they know, want to tap and, they that have, market. And, and they have more and they have more um, expendable income. Yeah. You're going to yeah, censor where you talked about tapping them, right? Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yes. And somehow, um, despite all the, oh my God, society will crumble if we don't know which bathroom to go to, we're still trucking along. Yeah, yes. thanks, North Carolina. <clears throat> yeah. um, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, as a society, we seem to manage to figure it out. Function. I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, ultimately, and I know I, a lot of the things I read this week was, our first amendment rights, our first amendment rights. People need to understand the first amendment right only covers one thing. And that is governmental oppression of your right to say certain things. That is government will not suppress your right. That has nothing to do with private companies or individuals. Right. Once right. people once forget you, that. Yeah. They think all oh, my first amendment, right. That stops at the door of the, of the Capitol building or wherever. That's what that implies or not implies. That's what that is specifically speaking to is the government won't suppress your right. But a private in- entity has every right to say, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. Point in case, what started this entire censorship train rolling well, was the Dave Chappelle special Grinch that you asked us to watch. If Netflix, who put that on, decides to pull it, they are well within their rights to do it. If they decide to leave it, they are well within their rights to do it. The government can't step in, but they have a right to censor under the umbrella of their own company as a private as a, yeah. I say private, but you know what I'm saying. I know they may be publicly traded, but as a, a company, we're so not talking wanna... about we're not talking about governmental oversight. Okay, this is individual oversight. I, I want to touch on that for a second, though. Yes, sir. Then, so if you know if Netflix decides to put on you know promotional videos for you know white supremacy or the KKK, you know, are we all okay with that? Well. I mean, you know, is it, or, goes, or is there is there a line there where we would have to say that even even as a private company, you you have to, you know, follow certain boundaries. Well, and, that, and Grinch is probably going to say it way better than I can. So no, I no, I, I, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying because we we sort of touched on this similarly when we were talking about. I, I want to say it was the sports, like taking a stance in sports. Um, and I think kind of that same devil's advocate question you asked, my response was, you know, wrong is wrong in the sense that hate speech is still universally considered wrong. Right. Um, now, that said, at the end of the day, it's Netflix's platform. Should they choose to promote material like that? I won't be a customer very long. Well, and you've said it. You said it from day one. Right. I, I'll speak with my feet in my wallet. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so. Um, 
you know, and maybe it was, uh, and maybe we touched on this a little bit uh, in the social media discussion of the idea of censorship of hate speech, um, taking down certain sites that are promoting false narratives about uh, the uh, the vaccine, excuse me, um, and kind of things that are deemed harmful um, to the larger population, mm-hmm. which is an mm-hmm. example of censorship. I mean, they are flat out blocking, denying, taking down accounts. To what level and how successful is a separate discussion, but the point is it happens. So they are censoring in a way that they consider is in accordance with their platform's values. You know, the terms and agreements or, or whatever that nobody reads. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, well, and like we said, with Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, they're free, you know, like. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, I mean, that's kind of the one niche or, you know, things like child pornography, you know, pretty easy to, to go. No. Right. You know, or anything like right. pedophilia. No. You know, like animal abuse. It, we're, you know, it, where I think we are, and you were sort of setting this up, Thor, was the Dave Chappelle speech or special that kind of culminated a discussion that has long involved his stance and relationship with the transgender community. Right. Created an uproar. And, you know, I don't know, I don't think the walkout amounted to much, you know, but we saw like the list of demands and all this stuff of, you know, hey, if he's going to talk about this, we need to have somebody at, at the table. Well, for and, trans. And two trans things there. First of all, I, I watched the special. Um, I, I will admit that I did watch it a little bit later at night, so I maybe didn't catch everything. Um, and I don't necessarily know that I know the whole history, uh, maybe as well as you do, Grinch. What, what is kind of that? that history between Dave Chappelle and the, and the trans community um, kind of as it relates to some of his specials and what he's talking yeah, about. If you, if you can well, touch on that. Uh, yeah, going back a little ways, I want to say it was sticks and stones is where he referred to them as the alphabet people. Mm-hmm. And he referencing he, the LBGT, LBGTQ, um, whatever community. Yeah. Yes. And he, he used, he used an analogy of like them in the vehicle and how each one would be a character. Like the gays are driving and they're not crazy about the L's, you know, then they see the Q's on the side of the road and their booty short. I'm, I'm, I'm semi quoting him. I'm not, right, this right. is not me generating this. <laughs> yeah. um, he's like, and then there's the T's in the back and nobody gets along with them. Cause they're always like, it's too hot, you know? Well, that, theme kind of continues as he goes on and then he has some bits where he talks about jenner uh uh caitlin jenner caitlin um and then and then you saw the closer which he considered kind of him wrapping up his where he his conversation he's been trying to have now i still submit the thing that bothers him the most is and I think he says something to the effect of whenever any of these communities truly struggle, they become white very quick. It becomes like a white privilege stance attitude. I fall back on that. Instead of associating with the other community. And then all the while, here's a black man going, it's like, we've been on the struggle too, (laughs) you know, and now I'm being told to give you recognition that like, we've been on the same path of, of conflict trying to get to that point. Right. And I think all that was like what he was trying to kind of discuss and, and pull threads on. And it's, it's a lot of nuance. There's some scar tissue there. And, you know, in the midst of that, the trans community is what really, you know, spoke out. Because gotcha. it seems so, to me 
that you would think some of these people would be happy that he's someone who has a platform who is trying to further along this dialogue to in, in furtherance of some kind of resolution or some kind of evolution right. instead of, look, it, it, my point is this, maybe his delivery isn't the best uh, for what some people might prefer, but I mean, it's, he, it's someone using their platform. What you would think what you would like to believe and think is for good. Yeah. So, so there's a couple of things I, I've got that I want to take away from that is, First, I, I would like to sit down, you know, and this obviously will never happen. Um, never say I don't never. think. Uh, I would like to sit <laughs> down with Dave Chappelle because, you know, Doris, you and I talked about, you know, in a lot of ways, it's kind of the, the question becomes, he's a comedian, right? He, he gets paid to tell jokes. And jokes aren't necessarily what you feel. There's something that you say to make other people laugh. You know, so my my what I would like to try and do is get to the core of, you know, is that something that he actually feels or is he simply making a joke to, you know, one, get people to laugh and two, Hoss, as you mentioned, you know, open up the communication, the lines of communication, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, right or wrong, he has, you know, stirred up a lot of discussion about the topic, you know, so from that standpoint, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Mac. I mean, the thing Damon Wayans said was um, he freed the comedic slaves. Like, mm -hmm. he, he stepped into it. You know, he had the courage to step into it. Now, I agree with him or disagree with him. He did. And like, like I think, Haas, you started to say, he generated probably more conversation over the topic that's, that, than has meaningfully occurred in a long time. Um, and, and, you know, and maybe to Dave Chappelle's point, how many comedians talk about abuse, pedophilia? Um, you know, I mean, like I love Anthony Jeselnik, but man, like he has a whole 10 minute joke about going to an abortion clinic. Like, well, and not only that, I mean, you look at Anthony Jeselnik and you, and you, I, I'm with you, right? I think it's deadpan. The delivery's fantastic. He's hysterical, but goddamn, if he believes half of what he says, that's a and he's a dark individual. He's a dark, dark, right. he's dark a, dude. He's yeah. a very dark individual. So well, and Louis C.K. was kind of groundbreaking in that way until right. he became persona non grata. Yeah, um, which which store I think you mentioned the idea of cancel culture, which is basically um, it's today's I mean, censorship. Yeah, Wikipedia says <laughs> or call out culture. It's a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, whether it be online, on social media, or in person. Yes, Those, I think yeah. if we're going to take a comedian, and this is the part I think that frustrates me, if we're going to take a comedian, we don't seem to have a problem like American History X. The outset of that movie, Ed Norton curb stomps a black gentleman, right? Because he is a white supremacist. They, they shoot up his house. We look at that and we go, that's fiction. But then we see a comedian on stage and suddenly people are up in arms. That's not a documentary. Okay. Right. That is still a form of fiction. Okay. They are telling stories or weaving stories through jokes. Some of it is factual in terms of they are pulling from maybe current events of the day or memes or tropes or cliches to help drive their joke home. But I don't, I, I don't think we sit there and we watch a comedian go, yeah, this is a, a nonfiction, everything they're telling us. And yet that's how we approach it. When we, when somebody cracks a joke, to your point, Grinch, about his comment, I believe it was in that episode, 
Dave Chappelle is talking like, I think he gets into it with a, a homosexual white man who then calls the cops. And when the cops show up, the guy's, the individual is no longer gay. He's now white because there's a certain privilege. And now yeah. you've got a white guy dealing with a black guy who is upset about a current situation, dealing with it. A cop shows up. Well, naturally, they're going to turn to the black person like they've done something wrong. And that was what I think he was trying to say is we're all minorities. Gays are minorities. Trans are minorities right up until you don't you need something. And then mm -hmm. suddenly you want to be white. And he says almost verbatim, I don't have a problem with trans people. I have a problem with white people. Yeah, I heard that as a white man. I didn't get offended. I, yeah, go, I agree. I get it. We don't put you in a position to look at us and go, you people are great. You've treated us fantastically, right? Maybe not me specifically, but the Caucasian race in general. Yeah, if you just done, look back at history. Right. Yeah, it's, I, it's I, not a good relationship. I don't for a moment even try to understand walking in his shoes and what he's had to deal with, what his family's had to deal with and so on and so forth. But I do get the sentiment that it's like, I don't hate, I have a problem with white people. And I go, okay, I get that. And- in hearing that, like I said, I didn't suddenly go, this motherfucker. No, he's talking about me, you know, as a white person going, it's it's that culture that has put us in this position. But he even says that the LBGT community goes, I'm not angry with you. I'm jealous of you. You have managed to do in the last four or five decades what black people have been trying to do for hundreds of years. And that the inroads that you have made have been phenomenal. Yes, you're still dealing <laughs> yeah. with shit, but he, and I think he says, he goes, well, slaves have been wearing booty shorts. Yeah, yeah. What like, he said, uh, yeah, <laughs> Martin Luther King, I want you to rise up <laughs> in right. your booty shorts. Yeah. 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 No, I'm with you, Thor. I, I, when he said that comment, like, I didn't skip a beat. No. I didn't, like, clutch my pearls and gasp, you know, because I was like, I get it. Yeah. I get what he's saying, you know. And and for Dave Chappelle, and I, I made this comment to Mac, like we, we get frustrated with Trump, but at the end of the day, we go, Trump is Trump. And he's always been Trump for four decades. He's always been who he's been. Yeah. If, if you were surprised by anything that came out of his presidency, that's on that, you. Right. You know, Dave, that, we knew what he was and what we were getting into. And he and was Dave, who we thought he was. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Dave Chappelle is Dave Chappelle in his approach to comedy. Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan in his approach. I mean, you agree or don't agree, but they are who they are. And so right. it's like when it, you watch it, it, you have to accept that part of it. And, 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 you know, again, back to the statement that Grinch has made many times. If you don't like Dave Chappelle's humor, it's not being pumped onto your TV where you can't turn it off. Right. You have to go. You have to go search seek it, it out you know, and I, seek it out you know there so, was a yeah there was an old bit uh george carlin did where he <clears> talked about like a reverend not liking and he was like there are two knobs on the television reverend one's a volume one's a channel <laughs> you know like I, I mean i think about that all the time even though it was clearly like back in the 70s and 80s that he said it but it was the same point like, if you don't like what you're seeing don't watch it <laughs> right. And that brings up a great point, though. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is recent and current. Um, but this is not anything new. Right. You mentioned George Carlin, Andrew Dice Clay, um, you know, George Richard Carlin Pryor. Had, yeah. George I Carlin mean, had like the eight words. He, I think it was the eight words you can't say on TV. And it was like, yeah. shit, cock, motherfucker, you know, yep. something right. intense, you know, and he would just say it. He'd rattle, rattle it, off. it off really yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is not anything new. It's just different topics. And I, I guess to me, the question is, as a society, have we just kind of become 
I want to say, I want to say coddled to where we feel like, okay, you know, my feelings are the only feelings that matter. Um, and I don't care about anybody else. I'm going to raise hell about everything, you know, and we talked about it a little bit, you know, you look at the people at, at Netflix that, that kind of walked out look good on them. That's, that's their choice. But at the end of the day, are you any better than, you know, are you doing anything different <laughs> than what he's doing? Right. I, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's a good point. That's like, they're, they're, they're just, they're profitizing from a different platform for probably right. the same reasons just for the people in their bucket. Well, the other people on their platform. I think we joked about this a little bit in text, which was, okay, so does every poor person get to be on the executive committee? So we, you know, don't misrepresent the poor. Um, We need to have an American Indian. We need to have like, it's one of every point. I'm a fan of diversity. I think there's a strength to it, but that doesn't mean every single segment of society is guaranteed to say a seat at the executive table when making a decision, he, he, here's the problem. Right? That big, the, the right. executive we, made we, the decision. You know, we touched on this too. The problem I had is their list of demands was pretty long and pretty broad, and it mostly had to do with putting people, certain people from a certain community, in different positions of power and decision making. But the one demand they didn't have was Chappelle apologizing, Chappelle making a statement, um, well, the, the the show being any Chappelle sh- uh, shows being removed from Netflix as a platform. None of that was even there. So it felt really one sided, jaded, no, and no. uneven. That was that was calculated because you can't come out and say, oh, we want this removed because then you truly are doing the exact same thing. You're censoring him saying that I don't agree with what he's saying. I demand that you remove it. I, I think that was a very calculated decision on their part to maybe, not put that. Maybe in you're right. So they demands. wouldn't get that blowback. But I mean, the right. fact that they didn't ask for any kind of like apology or reprise or anything, even though they made such a stink about it, it felt the whole thing feels very contrived to me. Like well, someone was just laying in wait and ready to pounce. And, and you know, this goes back, you know, Grinch, you mentioned walking a mile in somebody else's shoes. I've never done it. You know, I'm, I am who I am. I'm a 41-year-old middle-aged white man, right? Or sorry, 40. I was like, wait, how old are you again? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing I'm like, fuzzy. You, I'm you doing fuzzy yeah. math. Well, I'm getting 41, bitch. Look, I'm gonna censor that out because we don't believe in ageism here, so don't worry about it. That's right. Um, I identify as a 21-year-old. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and so, that's his right. That's my that's right. I'm gonna Absolutely. cancel your ass. Um, uh, but, so i'm so sorry i know i do this to you all the time fuck um part of the demands you know as you mentioned hoss or you know oh we want people in you know these positions and stuff well if you want people in those positions go out and earn it right and and i know right i sound you know again no i I had the exact same 46 year old white man right so i don't know start your own platform well, but everybody will say, yeah, you have your own, you know, you have, you know, this advantage over us or that, or what I, you know, I don't look at it that way. So it's hard for me to say that, yes, I do. Or, you know, I don't, but yeah, if you, Hoss, that's a great point, right? If you want to, you know, show certain shows, 
Start your own streaming platform. Guess what? You can air whatever the fuck you want to air. That's the beauty of, you know, as, as Thor mentioned, a private company. So let's let's play counterpoint to this because I know, Grinch, you've mentioned it before. This is Dave Chappelle, his episode, The Closer on Netflix, dealing with obviously a hot button topic. People at Netflix have an issue. They put out a list of demands, blah, blah, blah. What if we jump to the other side of that and we say Joe Rogan at Spotify? And the things that he said that were insightful in terms of COVID and vaccination and people at Spotify wanted his show pulled from there. So what's the difference there? Well, now, I, no, no, I understand. Wow. Well, you yeah, you no, did no, it. You really questioned the question. Well, I thought, I thought mm. Haas was about to go. Yeah, um, I, I was going to, but I didn't want to interrupt you because you like you were about to speak. So no, go ahead. Haas. I, I, I mean, one is spreading false information that is very that is potentially deadly to, okay. to people and that the other is, is absolutely but the other is not i mean is I, that not his right to be able to say what he wants to say on his own i i, I mean i get what you're sure. saying right I, I, I don't agree with him i think he's an idiot you know he's if he's spreading false information unfortunately people believe it and I, you know as we've talked about i know people that have well, died from listen, that it, but that's no his different. right to do it it's no different than a Facebook or a Twitter and Instagram not posting certain people's information up on there because they know they're spreading false information that's not backed by fact and science. Yeah, as a right. company, Facebook or Instagram chooses not to remove that. Well, if and Spotify chooses not to remove it, that's their right to yeah. to air his, you know, his information. And then, you know, again, as Grinch has said, I'm gonna I may cancel my Spotify membership. Well, I mean, I haven't, but you know, yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I I mean, I can simultaneously take Haas's position, which is he can scientifically be proven to be an idiot in this regard. Right. And then frankly, I mean, frankly, I just don't listen to him anymore, but no, it doesn't mean he's not, but I didn't ask for him to be taken off Spotify. I just don't listen to him because he's taking fucking inner messing or whatever. That tells me a lot about him. And he, he, like, I lost so much respect for how fucking stupid he was with that dumb shit because it's yeah. fucking stupid. And, yeah. and we hope that the problem just kind of works itself it's out. Just dumb, day, right? so. It's just so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Even a, even a modicum of research, uh, you know, amount of research would have shown that that's just stupid and it has no. And, and I agree basis. with that, right? And you, yeah. can, you can absolutely prove it without a doubt. But if you say, okay, well, you can't talk about it, then you're censoring him. And that's kind of what this whole podcast is about is where is that fine line of saying, okay, yeah, you, you know, it, it comes back to, I can't go into a crowded theater and yell fire. Right. I mean, that, that becomes a right. public health. Clear, it's called the clear and present danger. Uh, yeah, Which was a great you, movie. Um, yeah. But, but I knew our, I knew our resident uh, legal expert would, yeah. would know the answer. It, to that. And not but, unlike, yeah. Dave Chappelle with Joe Rogan. Okay, he's a comedian. I don't think this topic was comedy, was no, comedic was in its nature. But I suspect it's it's not as far as I know. It's not necessarily a larger pattern of advocating bullshit medical practices. Right. I imagine the Spotify leadership was kind of like, really. Come on, man. We got like a multi-year contract. Did we just do that? Well, you know, like here's uh, here's the other question I would have: Did the Spotify leadership look at it and go? Oh, shit, he's still got a bunch of listeners. Oh. And maybe we and should Thor- leave him on. I mean, well, he's making money. Yeah, I don't know. Thor, yeah, I don't just know. touched on something that, that kind of got me thinking. The difference, too, is Rogan doesn't come off, he doesn't prophetize his podcast as comedy or parody. No. Whereas Chappelle does. Right. 
Right. And, and, Fair enough. And, and we, we know that comedy and parody that that always is given a little more leeway and they're allowed to work in the margins a little bit more than just about anything else. Well, right. and to your point though, there, there, there are specific mediums where, you know, if, if I'm reading the newspaper, I expect that to be fact, right. You know, yeah, that, say, that's a broad I mean, statement as, anymore, but you it, expect there are certain sources relates. that, yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, expect this to be the, the, the end all be all. And we know when you go, hold, hold on Chappelle a second show, though, Mac, you identify as 21, but you still read the newspaper. I'm confused. <laughs> Damn it. When, exactly. it when, when, when it pops up on my, you know, Instagram feed, shit, I'm still not even Instagram. Um, yeah. <laughs> the store can tell you. <laughs> mm. no. Um, I, Damn you, I was on a roll. <laughs> That's why we wanted to. Well, well no, I think, you. I, I think to your point, oh. Mac, um, okay. There, again, there's a difference somewhere in there of having a complex nuanced discussion about a societal something going on with our society as opposed to taking a stance over a medical treatment that has been proven i'm going to go even even simpler its efficacy is proven you know entertainment versus information right i mean and and what you is what it boils down to is that's the textbook example of where one crossed over the other and fucked it up Right. It became a societal political issue when it shouldn't have. Right. And he just added fuel to the fire to the other side of it. So, I mean, yeah, like, you know, in terms of censorship, yes. If he were on Facebook and made a post saying you should take this, it probably would be taken down. When you're in a multi-million dollar contract on Spotify, it probably amounted to a discussion behind closed doors of like, what are you doing? Right. But then that brings the question of, you know, well, okay, so spotify you're clearly you know kind of promote i don't want to say promoting this but you are to some extent yeah so, and here, but here's the thing Let, let's where do they someone, where do they fall legally well legally they could end up being liable right. right because if somebody who listens to joe rogan's podcast takes this stuff and dies um unless there's a disclaimer that he puts out there saying i'm not a science expert i'm not a medical expert but i believe this thing to be true if there's no disclaimer and if spotify is not backing that up somehow through their um you know when you sign up for these for these uh services or whatever there's a consent thing that you have to agree yeah. to before it lets you in if somewhere in there it's not spelled out um yeah they could they could be party to a suit for sure yeah well, but, uh, well, i mean i don't want to deviate too much because we are talking censorship but i guess then the question would be like you look at music in the 80s ozzy osbourne's music or or any of those bands where it's like oh my son listened to the album backwards and then went out and killed people and now it's like okay so at what point does the culpability fall to the artist or in this case to a rogan it, or a spotify or netflix me. i mean i think you know to me you need to be a smart individual and make your, you know, make your own choices. And when we talked about this before, right, it's, it's go out and get all the information, you know, right. Do I listen to Joe Rogan, you know, and, and say, okay, well, let me go take this. No, I say, okay, that's interesting. Let me go do a little bit of research on this and see what he's um, talking about and see what he's I'm- talking about and get some additional, you know, aspects to this. Right. And I'm thankful and appreciative that you feel that way, Mac. But the problem is, is the average person's really lazy and they're not going to do their own due diligence. So they're going to listen to some jackhole like Rogan, take it as gospel, and then they're going to go ahead and, and they're going to profit, go out and prophetize whatever it is he said is gospel. But as we've all discussed, I'm well above average. 
<laughs> for a 21 year old. Yeah, for a 21 year old. Look, I, I I simply brought up the Joe Rogan aspect because he's another comedian and he yeah. does he does have a, a syndicated show that reaches hundreds of thousands, yeah. if not millions of people. Now, like you look at our show, we reach a couple of thousand people, but he's reaching hundreds of thousands of people. So when he is saying something like, hey, take this, it has a massive impact potentially, Haas, like you're saying, because how many of those people are going to do their due diligence and research? They're just going to go, oh, Joe does it. I'm going to do it. Right. Well, and, and, that, and, and that's a hell of an assumption there. Right. Right. And that falls Absolutely. into the category too. It's not censorship, but it's, you know, with power comes responsibility. Right. Like, you know, I got, okay, maybe he doesn't think of it that way. And maybe he, you know, had a reflective moment, especially after your motherfucker got COVID, but um, <laughs> it's just one of those, like, if you're, it, you have to be cognizant of the impact you could have. You know, and that's how, that's what I'd say to him. You know, now whether he tells me to fuck off or not is his business. Uh, I well, guess, it, and we've go ahead. I was going to say, at the end of the day, Haas, you haven't made the point, so I'm going to make it for you because when you sure. kicked open the studio door and you stepped inside, the first thing you said was, "Censorship only goes so far." Because in today's society, people can go out and just Google whatever the fuck they want. So if they really want the information, if they really want the pornography, if they really want the Netflix special, you know, that got canceled, like there are ways to find it today. Right. So what does censorship really mean in today's world? Right. It I mean, just means you've got to keep clearing your browser cache. Your wife doesn't find it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, or you start, you start a, the yeah. point being anyone can find that information accessible. It accessibility well, and, and to and that information. So, I mean, even more, more so than ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. Like, you can put a parental guidance sticker on an album in a store. And if a kid walks in and it's, just, I mean, one of the first well, albums right. I got, it, I couldn't even buy. And that was ministries um, land of rape and honey. Cause there was a parental guidance. My brother bought it for me. Uh, now you can just go to Spotify and there's no, there's no real parameter on Spotify to stop you from just downloading those songs right there. Well, well but, you know, we've all gone to, sorry, Grinch, go ahead. No, you, I was going to say you look that, like you're going to say something. No, that returns us to the the very point you made earlier, Mac, which is, and we talked about it with parenting. If you don't teach people the skills to cope with the modern world, like you you put all these guardrails in the hopes they never get exposed to it, or they never see it, or they're never aware of it, and then we're in a world where they can find it, mm -hmm. but yet you didn't mentally prepare them for the fact yeah. that it was there or it could be there. Or I don't know, maybe you've done everything to hamstring the fact that your child might be gay, but you've just mm. shielded everything away. So now they're super conflicted. You when know, they do they've got it. depression. They like they're looking yeah. for anything to try right. to learn. Or they end up in bad relationships because they're trusting yeah. they're, they're yeah. trusting people who have immediate information, but maybe it's not the best information. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's a danger in censorship when you don't. Don't well, have respect for those being ready to receive the information and to learn from it. Well, and, and let's be honest. What's the first thing we're all, when someone says, no, you can't, the first thing you say is, oh, watch yes, me. Fuck I, I can't. Well, watch gotta. me. Yeah. yeah. I, I think. But, you know, the, the point I was going to make, you know, we were talking about how readily available some of this stuff is. Look, I guarantee you all four of us have been to a, uh, you know, a liquor website. Um but in fairly, your age. fairly recently, the first thing they ask you to do is put in your age. But there's no check. Mm -mm. There's no balance, it's so right? It's stupid. It's right. you know, I can put in that I was born in 1932, and they'd be like, "Okay, sure, why not?" 
What, what's so, the what's yeah, the most I mean, checks the, and balances you get? Here's a captcha. Pick all the taxis in the picture, and then that's right. You're that's still through. Sometimes, sir. <laughs> Make sure you're not a robot. <laughs> Look, I've, I've failed that a couple times. I'm going to be honest with you. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, the the information's there, and it's readily available to anybody. So you know, I think you know, as you were mentioning, right, as a society. And I think not just parents, right? Because, you know, unfortunately, there are a lot of, you know, single parent families that parents working, you know, they don't, the, the children are not getting, you know, Same maybe the, the guidance that they need to be getting right. for whatever reason. But as a society, I think, you know, we need to look at preparing those people um, for, for what, you know, and this goes for anything, not just, you know, censoring, you know, comedy and, and pornography. I mean, prepare them for the fuck is out there in the real world yeah you know know, they need to learn what it's like to adult and it's funny no i a thousand percent agree and and it reminds me of i can't remember who the the supreme court justice was that says i can't describe porn when i but i know it when i see it during that yeah i remember yeah i i when it comes to the larry flint trial wasn't it uh, i think so yeah yeah maybe uh but again you know and I'm going to sidetrack you here for just a second. Oh, you, hey, you. I, you, you have like a 30 <laughs> you in the you, back. Mac, that you, you need earned to, it. Like, you need to disrupt me every time you get a chance. But just in case you forgot. Damn I'm you, you sidetracked ready. my sidetrack. <laughs> um, we censored your censor. Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> I will teach you. <laughs> um, I mean, but all of it is subjective, right? I mean, you know, we, we, we make the jokes on this thing, right? But, you know. What what Haas may think is pornographic, you know, I may not think is. I think that's probably the other way. I think it's going to go the other way. Just just as a random as a random example. Take that and reverse it. Yeah, I think you've got it. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I think to some extent, you know, censorship, you know, varies at different levels for different people, even, right? I mean, what you know, what are you ready to see and what will you find offensive? Okay, well then let's let's jump to something else real quick. Uh, cancel culture, and I'd like to talk about something very specific because I came across this the other day, and I don't know how many of you know this. Coming from the generation that we are growing up, I loved as a kid watching Disney movies: Dumbo, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, all of those. I don't know if you all are aware of this, but on Disney Plus now, I think it's like uh, what whatever the adult login is, and then there's a child login or whatever you can select the child. Anyone really? coming in under the, the the child removes certain movies from the the vault. Now you cannot watch them. Uh, Dumbo because it has the crows and the magic feather. That's now We're removed. Drunk. Anyone yeah. under seven can't watch Dumbo. So they are removing certain movies because they don't want younger kids seeing them. And I'm like, so to me, I would me? say that that goes back to that's fine. I, I can respect that but allow those parental controls. Cause of course there's two things, right? Okay, fine. I just set my kid up with an adult account. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no checks and balances to right. say whether they're Absolutely. a child or an adult. Um, but let me make the decision, you know, of, of what I feel like my child can and can't see. Um, I agree. It is kind I of mean, funny though, to think about, I have to explain while Dumpo, while, why Dumbo is on like Dumpo. a trip. <laughs> right, right, right. He's tripping balls. But yeah. I can't show the crows. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, it's just one of those things when I read it, I'm like, are you serious? Like one that Disney has wrestled with since 1946 is the song of the South and the racist 
tones of that movie. And they have tried to distance themselves. And they had Splash Mountain, which was a huge ride. And they are now can they have either have or have been in the process of converting that to I think it's Princess and the Frog something related to yeah, that. yeah. Hold on, instead hold of going into like the Briar Patch right. and all that yeah 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 um, uh, so what is Splash Mountain because I I have not been it's to your Disney standard World. water you dive down hit the hit the water and it's so what's wrong with it though I, I, uh, I, 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 I'm missing the South right, so is the theme okay yeah. okay yeah, so and so yeah. uh, so I guess to me though. You know, and this kind of comes back to, you know, we talked about Scrubs, removing episodes, there's other TV shows that have done that. Um, I, I'm going to throw out a kind of a statement that I think, Grinch, you've kind of been against some, you know, don't we need to learn from history so that we're not doomed to repeat it? I mean, shouldn't we shouldn't we kind of expose our children to that to, to let them say, well, that that's not right. We shouldn't do that. Let, let's not do that again. Well, look at suppression of information on this so, on this episode. How many knew about the Oklahoma, or the Tulsa, Oklahoma massacres when I, I, we were in that's school? That's the one. That's no, the one yeah, I come back I never, to all no the time. No one because that got that suppressed all the time. Because I feel like I feel shitty about that. Right. I feel no, cheated. I, I, yeah. I, I was fucking forty something years old the first time I watching Watchmen on HBO. Before I was like, no, wait, what no is shit. this? I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't even know same. it was based on truth. I didn't either until yeah, until I started googling it, and I'm like. Oh, that and, and that's really why I don't happened? understand okay. why so, Disney so that, is is distancing themselves. I'm not telling you to lean point, into right? it. Is, no, you know, you're you're going to have that same problem again if you don't sit down and look at it and say, God damn it, we as a government did this? Yes. We can't allow yeah, this to happen again. Well, I think yeah, some yeah. of at least for Disney, they feel they feel shame. That would be my guess is they feel yeah. shame. And, and, they, and, and they part, should, part of it is part of it is, is selfishness. They're a brand and they're trying to protect their brand. Well, and I, I, yeah, my, the vibes I've gotten is Disney's woke as fuck right now. And, and I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing. They just are, you know, right. and, yeah. the, but Mac, the, the only, the caveat I usually have for that phrase of study history, yeah. lest you be doomed to repeat it is we give it a little too much credence. Right. And not recognizing what's different now just if you assume like well, i just right, right. i mean i study this playbook i'm gonna know what happens next no there's a whole lot different is all is the only my only like word of caution with that phrase. yeah and, and i'm never trying to put words in your mouth right no it's no not I, words. Things, I, other things maybe but not words um, we will censor that but there's, um, <laughs> and, and there's also different varying degrees of what that should be applied to right right i mean you know you apply that to the holocaust yes it makes absolute sense. Well, we're talking about Disney movies here. Yeah. Right? So I, I get, you know, it, it's not, you know, apples to apples. Yeah. And that you, earlier when you were kind of where, where I was going with that, like, I don't, you know, I can't describe porn, but I know it when I see it is honestly. I, well, like, associate I, justice um, Potter. Okay. Okay. Um, Thank you. I, I never thought like I would identify that with that phrase as much Potter as I do stupid. now, but I do with censorship. Because in truth, there's only like a handful of things I'd put into the I flat out don't want to fucking see that, which is hate speech. And like, I don't know, like something that's just like flat out, like uh, devoid of any ethics of like, hey, we should experiment on humans. Like what? (laughs) Like, I'm going to need you to add a little more information there. So I understand what you mean. Despite the human centipede. The human centipede is okay, but not. (laughs) (laughs) 
at least we know where the line fuck is. Fuck was that film made? <laughs> no, God, no, no. So and gross. yet not censored, right? I don't get not it. Not censored, but fucking gross. Right. You know, but I will never watch it. Yeah. I it's that simple. Well, I'll never watch it. Right. I mean, it's it, you know, the the show that, you know, or the movies that were kind of popular back in the, I guess the nineties, maybe even before that, you know, Faces of Death. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, 80s, they, they were yeah. censored, right? I, I you know. I say show of hands, it wouldn't do us any good. I feel relatively confident that, you know, most of us have probably seen one or two movies, but it's not something that I would go out because I have no desire to see. Not seeking it out. But, but I don't necessarily, you know, say that, you know, okay, well, you, you know, if you want to go watch it, go fucking watch it. Good on yeah, you, you know? Right. I don't, I don't think that you watching that show leads you to go into, and this goes back to, you know, Thor, what you were talking about, you know, with the music and stuff. I don't think a song leads you to go into a theater and shoot the fuck out of the place, right? No. no. There's some more underlying problems there yeah, than just yeah. a song. And, and I will say this, and I, I, I'd be curious. I won't speak for the rest of you. I assume you probably feel this way. I didn't walk away from Dave Chappelle's special feeling hostile towards the trans community. No. Not even in the slightest I, I honestly, but, I but couldn't that even was tell one you of what the half claims. of the jokes were. Right, but that was one point. of the claims: <laughs> is it could spark hostility towards the trans community, and I was like, "Why?" But it, like, I don't, and, and I will, I'm not and I will angry say this. at them. If it's going to spark hostility to the trans community in a particular person, that flame was probably already lit <laughs> yeah. to begin with. Right. This maybe just kind of you know threw a little bit of fuel in the fire. Um, but it, is yeah, that nothing, right or wrong? I don't know. But it didn't light the flame. Nothing, you know, you didn't just say, "Holy shit, I'd never thought about trans people. I'm going to go beat one up now." Because right, you nothing, watched the Chappelle show. Nothing he said was insightful in that way. No, right. So, and, and in a similar vein, um, you know, it's funny. I think uh, uh, I think I shared the clip about Bill Burr, who was another comedian that oh, will toe got- the line. Like to force a conversation, and the one, the one I think I shared was like the me tooed. Yeah, yeah. When he's like, "Haven't we got everybody?" <laughs> you know? Like, like okay, Harvey Weinstein, fucking scum of the earth, should be drawn and quartered. I want drawn yes. and quartering brought back for him. Right. We can't do anything to Epstein. He's already dead. Like in that level, yes, I'm fully on board. There's somewhere in between, like Matt Lauer fucking predator disgusting predator you know like somewhere lower on that level is the let's talk about it and i may say wholeheartedly yes wrong piece of shit never want to see them in the industry again but there's some others that have maybe told jokes or off-color jokes or something and i don't have examples that i'm trying to argue for that it's like do we just crush them or can we not have a conversation about what they said well and are they not humans that can grow? Maybe they aren't. Maybe they aren't. But you won't know until but, you have that conversation. That's but, right. But this brings up, you know, and this, this was a poor joke that came up earlier this week. Um, uh, the, the whole Michael Vick situation. I mean, that guy was freaking crucified for doing something that, quite frankly, wasn't uncommon, you know, for where he grew up and what, what you culturally know, speaking, what culturally his people knew. And you can edit that out because that probably didn't come out the way I really wanted it to. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, has has he learned from it? I sure seems like it, right? And I mean, obviously he had, you know, a million reasons to learn from it. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, 
I'll use, I mean, is that not the same kind of thing? I'll use an example Dave Chappelle gave, the baby. I don't even know who that fucking is. I don't uh, like I yeah, recognize the name. Apparently, he shot somebody in Huntersville. He what can shoot somebody in Huntersville, nothing happens to his career. <laughs> right. Utters a slur against the homosexual community about yeah. AIDS. I don't even actually know what he said. And gets cruised. And they want to and they want to crush right. it. Right. Right. And and as Dave Chappelle said right afterward, do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. And, and we'll be sure to insert some the baby uh, music right there. into the end of yeah. the the ex- exit of this show. That's it. Um, uh, speaking of the exit, we are drawing to a close. No, no, I still got more to talk about. Oh, God damn it! You, you okay. will not censor me. <laughs> That's right. You sure about that? <laughs> it is my right to keep. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think yeah, i could do that wait for that, that and see fantastic. what happens i mean you know we, we we've we've talked about you know and again we've talked you know we mentioned this could be a multi-part episode yeah i mean we haven't really even touched on music in, in the books. music industry or books books yeah. yeah i mean what what was the original form of censorship when you know people were going into libraries and pulling books out that they didn't deem appropriate and burning right. them out in front of the library and we barely even touched you know. on uh, like school book censorship. Yeah, uh, it sounds and, uh, it sounds to me like we're talking about episode two next week. Uh, that's what I'm hearing, and I, and maybe that's a good idea so that this doesn't run long. Uh, we will go ahead and, well, and. I don't have to. I don't have to edit this shit. I can talk all day. Long. I know. I know you can. <laughs> um, yeah. And you'll censor that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so sure. <laughs> Fuck! I just forgot what I was going to say. You were wrapping this and up. And it was a good one. I think. I oh, think no, I got it. Okay. You just do buttplug.com. Buttplug.com. I guess I want to go. I, I, part of me wants to go look that up right now, but I don't want that in my browser cache. Hey, I hear you. <laughs> incognito. Incognito. Right? incognito. <laughs> I guess ultimately the reason I, I thought this was a good topic was because we are in the public domain now with our show. And then we do run the risk of being in a situation where we might say something or something might be taken out of context or something might be misconstrued. And so now we do run the risk of a platform going, that's an issue for us. I didn't think about it initially. I mean, when we started this, it was, Hey, we're going to have fun. We're going to do this. And we are 87 episodes on now, or we're pushing a hundredth episode coming up here shortly. And so I thought we actually fall into this, this thing now where we potentially put ourselves at risk by the things we say. Well, but we also kind of, I mean, to some extent, Censor ourselves, right? I mean, well, we just can make yeah. it and make well, it Mac, we're out of the podcast. Mac is sure using... nobody from Vandy will ever listen to us. That's true. That's Damn true. right. But but he's made up <laughs> for ET, it with Eastern ETSU? Tennessee. State. That's Boy, right. We got some listeners out there. <laughs> no, but not a single one of us uses our real name on the podcast. Grinch said it. With with power <laughs> comes responsibility. So are we not in a position where we have to wield that power responsibly? And I say, we, we only reach thousands of people, not hundreds or millions. Is that still not power we're required to wield responsibly? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll address that, um, which is uh, something I said back, I think, as we pivoted into season two, which is we speak the way we feel. Um, and I think we try to do the topics justice and, you know, warts and all. Like we're cognizant right. of the fact we are four white men. Um, and then we're not we're, perfect. We're not perfect. Never claim to be. I'm, right. I never claim to be the smartest person in the room in the sense of like, I know there's 
all kinds of guests that could come on on any given topic we discuss and just crush us. Right. With you're, you're the smartest facts. person in this room, maybe. It, it's, it's yeah. it, you know, I think we, we always think of it as kind of like the everyman. And, and I use man specifically because we are men. Right. Um, thought process, right or wrong. And, and, you know, and the thing that we try to bring to the table is an open mindedness and a sense of humor, regardless of the topic. And, I know I, I can't empathize with tr- the trans community. I have no clue what that's like to be confused about your sexuality it, at that level. You know, I, I just can't, but I still see a human being and I still would listen. Now I still expect that human being to be rational <laughs> just because you claim a status doesn't inherently make you right about shit either. And I think that's that's kind of where I come back to the center of all of this right. is your race, your sexuality, all that does not inherently make you right about anything. It just doesn't. No. The topic um, is the topic. Yeah. Look, I, I don't I, I mean, honestly, I don't know how you say anything else after that. That was that was fantastic. Um Soliquy. I think that's some yeah silky soliloquy. I, I actually need to go change shorts right now. I that don't so know good. how you say anything <laughs> after that, and yet you just did. Uh, as always, gentlemen, thank you. Uh, this one seemed to fly by for me. I'm not sure why. Maybe it really it was, did. Maybe because yeah. Haas was was forced in halfway through. I don't Sorry know what it was. But no, it's all right. It just it seems to Haas, happen quick. We were glad never you made force it. it. Haas never but, forces himself in. You want anywhere. Him, we always feel <laughs> incomplete <laughs> until you are inserted. Right. Yes. <laughs> don't feel complete until you're inserted. That's right. <laughs> With that being said. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, like today we, we covered, we covered comedians almost exclusively. That was not our intent and we're in no way, shape or form as the other three roll on the floor. Let me go ahead and finish up here. That is in no way, shape or form going to be the end of this one. We are, we are going to end it there. And next week we're going to come back and we're going to continue this topic because there's a lot more to say. And so it may be books, it may be music, whatever the case may be. Um, but all of that to say, as you always, know what? I, I'm going to stop you there for one second. Sorry. Prohibition, form of censorship. The, okay. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, Mrs. Mack mentioned that today. She's like, why don't you break out some moonshine? That That's a form of censorship. Okay. I was like, well, I don't so have there's any drink. Well, and legalization of drugs. Right. Yeah. So, um, sorry i didn't mean to break your train. no you're so, right Max. so this may be more than than one extra episode it may be two maybe three i don't know we'll see where we go with this one uh with that being said please feel free to reach out to us at spiritedebates at gmail.com drop us a line a drink you'd like us to try a topic you'd like us to debate we would love to hear your opinions of censorship on any of the specific topics that we're talking about books movies music comedians drugs, alcohol, doesn't matter. Uh, throw it out there. We'll be more than happy to talk about it. Uh, you can check out our website at aspirateddebate.com. Same thing there. You can drop us a line. Feel free to check out our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, as always, our YouTube channel at Spirited Debates. And please, please, each week, come in here, check us out anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, we love having listeners. We may not be Joe Rogan listenership, but if we're reaching thousands, we're perfectly fine with that. We love we're to entertain. We're not telling you to take a fucking horse medicine. That's it. We, we are hey, about... Maybe a horse penis, but... Unless, of course, you're a horse. Medicine. Yeah, unless you're a horse. Oh, then, then it's okay. <laughs> we won't our rule dis- horses. Our disclaimer is we are 100% entertainment. 
information is secondary entertainment is first and we are all about entertaining so with that being said ladies and gentlemen we will call it a day there and we will see you all next week thank you